When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. So let's just get this out of the way at the beginning. Who else is still alive that I thought was dead? <laughs> I love it. Well, it's, this has happened before to you, where somebody passed away and you're like, I did not, I thought they were gone years ago. Yeah. Uh, you just haven't heard about him for a while. And so it's kind of surprising. But Angela Lansbury passing away five days shy of her 97th birthday. Um, so she has been out of the spotlight for a while. Yeah. So, but you were, you thought she'd been gone. Well, I thought she was like, in her, yeah, I thought she was in her 80s when I was in middle school. Like it was like <laughs> when you think Angela Lansbury, you think that she's, you know, always the consummate older, old lady and she's been like that forever. Yeah. But when I saw that yesterday, Beth messaged me, and the, my first thing back to her was like, "Oh, I seriously thought that she died like before my grandparents did." Oh my gosh! Like I did. I just didn't even think about it. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I have to say, because when she was so she's ninety seven now, so she's born in nineteen twenty five. Was when she okay? So, um, so thirty five, forty five, fifty five, sixty five, seventy five, eighty five. You would have started to see her. So she would. She was sixty at that point. Yeah. So 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, 85. Yeah, she would have been 85. Or in 85, she was 60 years old-ish in there. So in 85, I was tw- I was 12. So when you're right? 12, everybody's 100. Like well, anybody, and, anybody that's over the age of 30 is like, oh, my God, you are so old. And 60, and especially women from that era, which I, I, I just I, – I think of my grandma all the time. Um, she always looked the same to me. Like – when I look at pictures of her that we have, that she's the same age as me now, mm-hmm. still looks like she's 20 years older than me. In in my, it just just the way her hair is, mm-hmm. clothes are. I, I, can, I would give you $50,000 for you to do your hair like a grandma hair. The ball, like the ball hair, like the helmet, <laughs> and where you had to put something over it if it was raining. I Because you, you would you would look like you were 85 years old. It's the hairdo. A lot. Well, I'm just saying you would. Because anybody, even somebody like in their 30s, like they did the grandma ball, they would look like they're 20 years older. Everybody looks so much older the way, because it was just, there was something about, well, we, we have friends that we know of that have been old as long as we've known them mm-hmm. and wanted to be. It's like they they wanted to be the sage the sage in the room, right? They wanted to be the the wise older yeah. person. You know, and so they they kind of embraced and and enhanced some of the features that made them appear older than maybe how they are. Which being the but, sage I, I can imagine has to be put a lot of pressure on yourself. Being the dipshit in the corner is so much easier. Just sitting over here. <laughs> Nobody comes to you for advice. Nobody looks to you for guidance. You know, but you put yourself yeah. out there as the sage and the expert. It's like, man, that's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. But but just a couple things about Angela Lansbury, which I thought were rather interesting. Um that she came to light in Hollywood in nineteen forty two. So she was young. She was born in twenty five. 
um, and was in a movie called Gaslight in 1944. Um, so that earned her an Oscar nomination. But what came from that movie? The term gaslighting, which we still use to this day and Jeez. has been used a lot in the last, what, 10 years? Yeah. Um, and it originated from the play that was about a young woman whose husband was manipulating her into believing she was going crazy and gaslighting her. And that's wow. so the, the film Gaslight. So if you ever get to see it, it's definitely worth seeing. She's And it's it's really a good movie. And granted, it's from the 40s. And I know how you are about movies from the 40s. Um, mm-hmm. But it's black and white. God help you. Um, and, but the other one that she was in that was also one of my favorite movies, if you get a chance to see this original one, um, or one of the newer ones is good too. It's called The Picture of Dorian Gray. She was in the movie that was done in 45. And in that she plays a character that's in the early part of the movie uh, named Sybil. That was the whatever love interest of the main character. Anyway, very good. And then she also played, um, uh, da, da, da. she was in the Manchurian candidate opposite Frank Sinatra in the sixties. That was another one, but she's got Tony awards. She's got Oscars. She's got, she was so much, she was in bed knobs and broomsticks for God's sake. Wasn't that with Dick Van Dyke? Um, I don't remember. I don't think sticks. I was in that. I, I don't know. It's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Surely you've seen it. I've heard it. Every, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, every, but I've every kid's it. seen it. Beauty and the Beast. She did the voice for Mrs. Potts. Um, Mary Poppins returns. But, but of course, everybody knows her as Mrs. Fletcher, Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, forever, forever and ever. I don't even know. When did she start that? She started that in 84. She did it for nine seasons, 12 years. Yeah, it's the first thing you think of. Well, at least me. Um, they said the show made her the wealthiest woman in the United States at the time. She had over $100 million. Jeez. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Good for her. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought, I was kind of looking at her history, and she's always been around, you know, and, mm-hmm. and she's always done such good work. It's like she chose wisely. She always, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is Unlike, cool. then you've got Madonna. Who's yeah. making headlines right now too? Madonna is making headlines along with Jessica Fletcher. So Angela Lansbury, <laughs> Madonna, uh, Madonna uh, decided she decided to come out come as out. gay, and everybody is applauding her. I thought that um, isn't that old news. Like, didn't she do that a long time ago, or was by or something like that? I don't know. I, I don't remember. It's it's time for a headline. So yeah, she uh, and there's even a story. Um, what was it? TMZ? Did they have this story? I think it was. Yeah. 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 Um, because uh, what's her name? Cassandra Peterson that played um, Elvira. Okay. Remember, you know who she, who I'm talking about. Mistress right? of the dark. Yes. 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 Mistress of the dark. Uh, apparently she had some thoughts and they quoted her in TMZ. She, she said that no surprise to her because Madonna had made moves on her girlfriend and, and Cassandra Peterson came out, I don't know, a few years ago, but she's been in a relationship for 20 years with another woman and um, that Madonna had made moves on her at some point. She was, she knew that Madonna was gay. And I'm like, I, I honestly, like you, I, like, this is not. If you news. saw, if you read, if you look through the, her sex book in the nineties or you watch the, <laughs> the, um, the Madonna documentary that was in the early nineties, like lines, lines are blurred all over the place. Like that's not news, Madonna. That's not breaking or shocking or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she can even say she's gay. I don't think she fits in that box of just gay. It's just like, like you said, lines are blurred all over the place. It's just, she's all over. Yeah. So Um, why, why pigeonhole yourself as just being gay? Like (laughs) we already thought it was, you were just whatever. She, I think she is just, she is whatever. She's Madonna. 
So anyway, so that's making some headlines. Uh, your Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The uh, yeah, it's getting it's lit. This season's lit. I just watched. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Where it was? It was a promo for them or, or a trailer for them, and I don't know which one it was. Kyle. That's had a total breakdown. Mm-hmm. That's um, Beverly Hills. Okay. Okay. Because okay, that's our, I, now I may have to. I may have to tune this in. And they're getting to re- close to the reunion. reunion ah! Actually, the reunion might have already part of. It's like part. There's like three parts to it or four it, parts. It's gonna be nutty. Interesting, because I saw the part where um, Kathy Hilton. They're all on the couch, and that's what this this uh, promo was. And they're all on the couch and having conversations. And Kathy was going after Lisa Renna. Yeah, that's and the first part of the reunion. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where the little snippets were coming from, basically, that she's the reason that Vanderpump left the show. She's the reason so-and-so left the show. She's, you know, she's, I could go on and on and on. And Lisa's sitting there with her mouth open, like, what? I didn't do that. And Kyle was losing her mind. She was crying. Total breakdown. But Lisa now is in trouble, catching some heat because of some things she said um, about cancer. And, and I got to tell you, I've heard people say this before, what she said, but the American Institute for Cancer Research is stepping up to say, uh-uh, don't want to hear it. She justified sharing some secrets that Kathy Hilton told her by claiming that she would, quote, get sick and get cancer if she didn't get it off her chest. Oh, yeah, I saw that clip, too. Like and it. so <laughs> the Cancer Research Institute put out this statement saying she's just using the specter of cancer as emotional blackmail to justify airing her grievance. But I've heard people say, and, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I, well, obviously, I am wrong because they're denying it. They're saying that there is no proof that anxiety can cause cancer i've I mean, heard that I, said though before i've heard that i've heard that said that you just keep things in that are physically like hard for you to keep in or whatever that it can be yeah. physically damaging to your body i've never heard i've heard i don't remember if it was cancer or ulcers whatever it was but it was not it's not a good thing ulcers? but but, uh, but of no. course we all know that that's not the reason why lisa is <laughs> no. saying this lisa is saying this to get um get a rise out of kathy hilton and to make a storyline on the Whatever. That's why she's And doing. to take cover for why she is allowed to spill the tea. Yes. I'll get cancer if I don't tell you. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, those ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I, I get it. It's just funny to me being a script, uh, not scripted, but a reality show. And I get, it is to a degree it's scripted. I mean, you know, they kind of guide the conversations. I'm sure they kind of try to push buttons. Right. And Oh, for sure. Like the housewives themselves, they know they, they're Hollywood raw has done enough interviews with house with former housewives where they have said that you, you need to step up every year and create storylines for yourself. I mean, these, these women are all inherently drama filled anyway. So they have, if there was no TV show, I believe that they would want to create storylines in their own life anyway, because they feed on the drama. So it's just, they're adding, they're adding a little bit more with the lights and camera, but they've said that they need to come up with storylines to make themselves interesting. Otherwise they'll get put on pause, like they say, or get cut from the show. So they, they do. That's interesting that they put that, they put that on them. You know, you, but then again, I wonder how many of them hire some writers, hire people. Yeah. I mean, individually I to come to their house and, okay, we got to think of some things. We got to mm-hmm. think of some things that I need to talk about. You know, we got to, we got to stir the pot. Yeah. That's what that I find was, interesting about uh, these shows is that <clears throat> with all like the housewives and, um, to kind of, kind of Southern charm like that show, but the only show that yeah. isn't like that, where it, it's not, 
encourage like storylines aren't encouraged is below deck below deck is the is the only one because it's i mean it's won a couple of emmys because it really is and knowing malia and the behind the scenes of it she's like yeah they are literally just record all day long for 10 or 12 hours and then afterwards they go back and find the footage and put stories together they don't they they might have you come back and cut a line if they need you to say or if you say something and the audio wasn't picked up or something but she said they really, they really don't. They just follow them around. They just follow them around. So it's more of a documentary yeah, style. Therefore, but it is more important. The casting, the casting is more important. The, on the front you, end, you cast the right people, the right characters. So yeah. hopefully you have that perfect little recipe. I would say that that's how Survivor started. Mm-hmm. Survivor was just following them around and just let things unfold as they will. Yeah. Um, and then they, they had to start sticking their nose into it yeah. and, and kind of causing storylines, I guess, really placing storylines. But initially that's how it was. Uh, but you, it's interesting. You mentioned that because they film all day and then they edit it down to a, what, a, a one hour show uh, mm-hmm. or less than that, 40 minutes, yeah, right? About 40 minutes. Yeah. For one episode. Um, similar situation. Just made me think of this. There was an Omaha family on family feud this week, Monday and Tuesday night. I don't know how they did Tuesday night. I know they won Monday night. Uh, I was looking for a follow-up on Tuesday night. I didn't see. But the the last name is Goalie, which I think is a great name. I hope mm-hmm. they played hockey. Um, <laughs> but um, I think it was a mom, the daughters, and the grand, two grandsons or something like that. But they played, and they won, uh, and apparently had on the We Don't Coast t-shirts. And they said they it took them. They went to uh, Georgia to film. So there was Steve Harvey um, and got to do the episode. It took an hour and a half. I didn't know they filmed in Georgia. I guess they asked, they said Atlanta, somewhere outside of Atlanta and um, that it took them 90 minutes to do the show. And then that's edited down to 22 minutes. That's crazy. Did not not know that. I have seen, I, I, I don't think I knew I saw a story on something and it was on uh, family feud. It was about family feud because there are so many times when the judges need to be consulted on things that they'll, it'll take 10, sometimes 10 minutes for the judges uh, to go over the rules and make sure something was said properly and review the tape. And then, so they'll edit it. So you don't see that obviously. There you um, go. So that a lot of that happens. That's what it probably is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I'm like, am I missing good content? Yeah. Dang it. I want to see the outtakes. Um, but anyway, the family won and their money, all their money went to ALS of the heartland because they lost her husband in 2004 uh, to Lou Gehrig's disease. And she's on the board of directors also. Uh, ALS of the Heartland. I kind of looked him up a little bit just to kind of find some more information about him. But congratulations. And I don't know if they're yeah. playing again or or how that works. But if you get a chance in real time, it is Wednesday, the 12th of October. Um, and they were on Monday night and Tuesday night is what I could find so far. Very and cool. they went and like I said, they were in their We Don't Coast t-shirts. And somebody said that they were taking their winnings to go to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they also went to the coast basically to film this as well. But they did wear their We Don't Coast. They represented. So that's really cool. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. And what was the story I just saw? Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. An Omaha teenager. She's 18. I think she goes to college somewhere in Arizona. Let me look here real quick and see if I can find this story. Um, but she just won. Miss Teen USA? Oh, yeah. Miss Teen USA a couple weeks ago. Right? And Mm -hmm. she had just won it. And there was a story that just came out about something of taking it a step further. She's won another title before also. And then she just won. Okay. Yes. The Blake Shelton story. We'll get to that in a second. Good Lord. It keeps popping up. Go away. Um, (laughs) Let's see if I can find it real quick. I don't know if I can find it. 
Mm, I'm not saying it now. Yeah, like in passing, anyway, I saw that online that Miss Teen USA was Medi, from I think your last name was Medi, M-E-D-H-I. But anyway, congratulations. So yeah, Omaha making some some great 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 representation, I guess, out there for Omaha. Waves. Um, so there was that. Okay, so we got the family that was in there. And then, yes, the Blake Shelton story. Stepping away from the voice after 23 seasons. 23 Because he was one of the OGs, right? Yeah, 12 years, 23 seasons that they did of the show. Yeah. yeah. And somebody said, great choice. Having Blake and Gwenny on the same show is annoying as AF. That's <laughs> what it says. <laughs> really? I don't think it's annoying. I think it's fun. It says, love Blake. Would love to see more of him. Or love Gwen. Would love to see more of her. Just wish they weren't on the same show. Somebody else, then they go on to say, Camilla Cavello is also very annoying as the newest judge. Um but then there's always there's always going to be hot takes about that. But yeah, 12 years he's been doing that. That went by fast. Jeez. It feels like that just started. I know. Right? I know. It's crazy. With him and Adam. Who was it? It was him, Adam, and was it Christina Aguilera? Who was the original four? Now I got it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I know it was those two. <clears throat> I thought it was Let's Christina. See. And there was one other one. Right? Um Concluded da, da, the frontman. Okay. Kelly? So Shelton or... began coaching alongside Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, and CeeLo Green. Oh, that's right. And then CeeLo yes! got canceled. So CeeLo got taken off the show. <laughs> he got taken off. Then yeah. Maroon 5, Adam Levine, and Shelton coached together uh, up until season 16. And then the chairs have had the, the revolving stars, Miley Cyrus, Shakira, Usher, Nick Jonas. The list goes on and on. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So Kelly Clarkson said, we'll mark her return after leaving in season 21. Chance the Rapper also going to be coming back to the series, I think, for season 23. So they're going to keep revolving them through, kind of like American Idol. You get, it's, it's all, it, it, sooner or later, it gets tired for anybody, even yeah. though, you know. I know. If, after a while, you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I, I love it, but I can't do it anymore. I just can't. <laughs> So we've learned a lot today. We learned Angela Lansbury died, Madonna's gay, and Blake Shelton's leaving. Yeah, pretty much covers it today. This is a busy day. And Lisa Makes Rana's up for nuts. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so there you go. And Centris says thank you for that. I hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, Centris Federal Credit Union, our partner for all of 2022. I can't believe we're already in October, uh, staring down the end of the year, which isn't that far away, which is just crazy to me, but uh, regardless of what 2022 brought for you, if you're looking for some help in getting your finances in order for the end of 22 or looking to 23, jump on their website or give them a call. Do. 402-334-7000 or centrusfcu.org. Tons of great information on their site. They're great people. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And go to patentjt.com for more information on stuff to chat about. Look at the description too. Podcast, a Huda Media Production.